Welcome to the Ask the Experts podcast. Here's Karen Bhatia. Karen Bhatia here from Manhattan, New York. We're downtown at Tau. It's the Canelo Triple G 3 press conference. The bad blood is palpable in LA. Canelo called Triple G an asshole. So we're going to see what they're going to say here. Obviously, both men, this is going to be a career defining fight. Triple G, 40 years old. He had the loss to Canelo, the draw. He doesn't feel like those were losses or draws. And so you know he's going to want to right that wrong. Canelo Alvarez coming off the defeat to Dimitri Bivol. It was shocking. This is his moment to get back in the pound-for-pound pound status. The, the rankings continue to be an immortal in this sport. Starts here with the mental warfare at Tau Downtown. Fighters should be here shortly. Karambatia here with Canelo Alvarez. We're here at Tau Downtown for the New York Press Conference. Canelo, how are you doing, my friend? Good, thank you. Glad to be here. And we heard you in the uh, L.A press conference and you had some choice words for for triple g it's obviously more personal for you this time why why is it more personal because like i say he talked a lot he talked a lot and and when he show here in front of the cameras or here in the press conference for this fight he don't say anything he say i respect and everything but he say a lot of things about me before so i don't like that kind of people to to pretend be other person right uh, so that's why he's more personal for me. It's very rare for you to take a loss. We only saw it one time before against Mayweather. I always respect. I always respect my 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 opponent, but uh, you need to respect somebody respect you, right? So that's why I'm in this mood bro, for this fight. And, and you said this mood is going to lead to you being dangerous, yeah. right? So oh, dangerous. I'm more dangerous because of this. And I come from from a loss, so that's why I'm more danger fighter right now. And, and that was my question. It, it's very rare to see you lose. It only happened one time before yeah. against Mayweather, and then you fought Angulo and knocked him out, right? So yeah. with with vicious fashion. So is it extra important to to get this win because it's coming off of a loss? Of course, it's very important for me for my career, and and I just I just uh, come with a lot of motivation, and um, like I say, I'm gonna train hundred percent, and I'm. I'm more than your fighter right now. In, in your last fight against Bivol, I know that you said you weren't able to train how you normally were. Is, is was What was the reason you weren't able to train at 100%? I don't want to say anything about that. Uh, I lost, I lose, and, and that's it. I don't want to make excuses. I just want to come back stronger than ever, and then we'll see. Not only do you want to get the win in this trilogy fight against Gennady Golovkin, but you want to retire the man, right? You want to send him yeah. out of boxing. Why, why is that so important for you? It's important for me because uh, the trilogy, uh, it's important for me to end all of this and end his, his career. It's, I think it's time for him. The first two fights went to the scorecards. One draw, one win for you. That was, that was a close fight. What is your prediction on this fight? If you're going to get the knockout, when is yeah. it going to be? Yeah, in the later rounds. I'm going to knock out him. I know you have a lot of people to talk to, so I'm going to let you go. Canelo Alvarez, thank you so much, and best of luck. Karambatia here with Gennady Golovkin, of course, getting ready for the third Canelo fight. Gennady, how are you? I'm great, yeah. I feel great. I wanted to ask you, we saw the press conference in L.A. We're now here in New York. Canelo obviously feels it's personal, right? He had some names for you. You haven't taken that stance. Your stance was that you shook hands after the second fight, and this is is this just boxing? Is that is that still your position? Yeah, I'm still. This is my my position. I'm not changing. 
in terms of, of your legacy, the first time you fought Canelo, you were 35 years old. You're now 40. You've had four straight wins. How important is this fight for, for your legacy and everything you want to achieve? Can I speak Russian? Для меня, конечно, я ценю свое наследие. Это один из шагов, один из этапов в моем наследии. Я думаю, что все получится. It is definitely uh, another stage. It's definitely another page uh, to, to my legacy, and uh, I hope that I will succeed. I will prevail. Have you thought about everything that that you want to achieve in boxing? If you are able to be successful against Canelo Alvarez, is that something where you would ride off into the sunset? There, would you continue your boxing career? Have you have you thought about that? Я чувствую себя очень комфортно, я не знаю, то есть мы, я сейчас боксирую в другом весе, то есть у меня остаются мои те же пояса в среднем весе. Опять же скажу, что это один из боев, из, да, на высоком уровне, но опять же один из боев всегда есть время посмотреть и сделать свою обязательную защиту, либо которые у меня обязаны ребята боксировать со мной, то есть, но мы вернемся. Uh, I feel very comfortable right now. Uh, this uh, fight is going to take place in a different weight category. I'm keeping my belts and uh, we'll see how the situation uh, is going to play out. Uh, maybe I will uh, defend the belts that I have at 160 and uh, we'll look at the opportunities that we're going to get. The first fight was a draw. You obviously uh, felt that you won that fight. Second fight lost by a few points. I'm sure you felt that, that you won that as well. Is it important for you to have a definitive win and knockout and take it out of the judge's hands this time? Тяжело, вы знаете, тяжело загадывать на таком уровне, на таком с таким оппонентом, с такой позицией загадывать что-то, как оно это будет. Конечно, нокаут это всегда это яркая победа и чистая победа. Но что показал нам последний бой, да, своего участия, не обязательно нокаут. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's very difficult to make predictions, uh, and uh, of course, uh, uh, knockout uh, would be, of course, a definite win. Uh, but uh, as um, my opponent's previous uh, fight showed, it is not mandatory to deliver a knockout in order to win the fight. And last question, because I know you have a lot of people to talk to today. You've obviously, your story, people who have followed you, it's become an international sensation and you have the country behind you. What would be your message to your uh, fans and your supporters? Я очень благодарен всем ребятам, всем фанатам, даже простым людям, те, кто любят бокс, те, кто не смотрят бокс. Действительно, надо в любой ситуации оставаться человеком, к чему я и призываю. I'm grateful to all my fans and to all the people who follow boxing and uh, even who have just casual interest in boxing. Uh, you have to be a gentleman in any situation. And uh, uh, I'm grateful to uh, all of you for, uh, for your support. Certainly, always a gentleman. Triple G, Gennady Golovkin, thank you so much and best of luck on thank September 17th. You. Thank you. Karim Bhatia here with Jonathan Banks. Jonathan, how are you doing, my friend? I'm great, man. How are you doing? Good to see you as always. And you're going to be leading Triple G into battle here on this trilogy fight. Obviously, this is this is just a huge moment, I feel like, for Triple G's career, his legacy, right? He wants to write the only blemishes in his career. I mean, is there a little added pressure here on, on this one? It's the, it's the big one. I mean, it's big time boxing. So whatever pressure comes with that, that's what it is. That's the level that I'm used to being at. So there's no there's no issues for me. It's just a matter of getting everything um, in the perfect time. That's what it's all about. So 
if any pressure is anywhere, it's getting it's because you want you have to time everything perfectly to peak at the right time so you can perform for one specific day. So if any pressure is anywhere, it's the pressure's there. But um, like I say, I'm used to it and just ready to go. And speaking of performing at the right time, you have a unique challenge here in one of the greatest fighters that I think we've seen, especially in this era and probably of all time in Triple G. But to, to be fair, he is 40 years old. He is moving up in weight. These are challenges that, that you have to, to deal with and help prepare him, right? Is, is that any, any challenges there for you to prepare him for that? I mean, maybe like the public will see it. I don't see the challenge in his age and him going to the another another weight class. I don't see the challenge, but it may be one there, it may not be one there. But it's not like he's fighting at um like heavyweight. He's fighting that he's fighting a few pounds north of what he's used to. So it's just a matter of making sure that he keep his same discipline, same speed and not try to bulk up to be something that he don't need to try to be, just be himself. And, and I think with him being himself, I think he'd be fine. And to be fair, he has fought actually above 160 pounds in the past. I believe the Steve Rolls fight was at 163. So he's dabbled above the middleweight limit. Um, we, we were talking about moving up in weight and, and obviously Canelo Alvarez moved up in weight against Dimitri Bivol. He was unsuccessful. I'm sure you watched that fight as a very interested observer and took notes. Well, what were your thoughts on Canelo versus Bivol? I mean, first of all, I don't pay attention. I don't have a problem with guys moving up and down the weight because that's what they choose to do. They could do it. Um, I think certain guys can carry the weight over better than others. But um, I thought it was a good fight. I thought Bivol did a good job. And um, um, I think that, in my opinion, Canelo was so used to getting close decisions he assumed he would get that one as well, but it didn't go his way. So, um, so I think if he really thought that he wasn't going to get that decision, he may have dug down even more. I don't think the weight class bothered him at all because he went out all the way up to 75 to fight Kovalev. So how's, how's anything else going to bother him? And Kovalev is a much bigger physical. He's more, he's bigger, he's more physical than before. So if Kovalev didn't bother him, how can Bivol bother? I don't. I don't think the weight played a part, but um, it's just Bivol came at him in a way that he wasn't. That he didn't think Bivol was going to come. I personally think he thought Bivol was going to do everything everybody else did. It slowed down around round six and allowed him to get and do his thing from six to twelve when possibly stop. And that, that's. What happened in the in the Kovalev fight? Kovalev slowed down in the later rounds, and and Canelo. Everybody did. Look at look anybody outside of um at past Floyd. That's what everybody did. They slowed, and when he started moving up weight classes, all the guys he picked was the same type of guys that slow down around six, and he could pick up from six to twelve, and possibly get a knockout. That didn't happen this last time. Uh, you were talking about close decisions and, and Canelo getting those. Obviously, the first fight was very close. It was ruled a draw. A lot of people felt like like Triple G won. The second fight, Canelo won by a few points. Another very, very close decision. I'm sure you watched oh, fight sure. one and two many times. Sure. What are your thoughts when you, when you look back at fight one and two, and, and what can you learn from those to prepare for fight three? I don't really pay attention to them anymore. I paid attention to them. At the time, I watched them several times, several times. Now I got everything recorded up here. 
And it's not so much because I believe I believe Canelo's a little bit different then than he is now. I think he's more confident now. He's um his his ego is bigger. And everything is is is, is, is come now he's he's coming knowing. He came to the first two fights, he was just seeing what he could do. Now he come in knowing, he said, you know, I know what I can do. And that's why he's so much more confident. So this is a different Canelo he's preparing for than he did the first two fights. We, we know that they were close decisions. Do you feel like, you, you mentioned Canelo gets close decisions in, in your opinion. Do you feel like your fighter needs to get a stoppage here to have no doubt and to not leave it up to the judges' scorecards? Well, I was raised by a man of knockouts. The late Gritty Man Stewart. He said, "You always put the stamp. You can always stamp it, and no, not question it by getting a knockout. So that's what we're training for. But I'm not saying he's going in there and trying to knock him out every round. No, that's not the case. But that would be excellent to have. Manuel Stewart, a, a great man and a, and a great trainer. You, your legacy now as a trainer, right? This, this is so, so important for Triple G for his career and his legacy. What, what does this fight mean for you as a trainer?" Um, I have no idea. Never thought about it. I don't. I don't think of myself when I come into these fights because my goal is for my guy to win, and it really doesn't mean nothing if you don't win because that's on. That's what I was taught. Emmanuel Stewart taught me. He said, "Get the win, no matter what the critics say. If you walk away with the win, you can always do better the next one." So the goal is to get the win. It's great advice from from the great Emmanuel Stewart. Jonathan Banks, I want to thank you so much for the time and best of luck on September 17th. And that brings us to the end here. It was Canelo versus Triple G3, the New York City press conference here from Tau downtown. We heard from both men. Obviously, this is very personal for Canelo Alvarez, and he's predicting a mid-round knockout. Triple G, always the gentleman. He does his talking in the ring. That's how he's been his entire career. This is going to be a legacy-defining fight for Triple G. The only blemishes on his resume, of course, the draw to Canelo and the loss. So you know that he's going to want to right that wrong at 40 years old. It's going to be an exciting night on September 17th. It's going down at the T Mobile Arena. It's on the zone pay-per-view Canelo Triple G3. And that brings us to the end. Thank you so much for joining me and thank you to my guests. If you want to follow us, uh, you can follow at A-T-E underscore podcast. That's on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to follow my personal channels, it's at C-U-R-R-A-N-B-H-A-T-I-A on Instagram and Twitter. That's at Karan Bhatia at, on Instagram and Twitter. Please subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com backslash Karan Bhatia. Uh, please check out uh, our show on iTunes. Hit subscribe. Give us a five-star review. If you want to email the show, it's asktheexpertspod at gmail.com. I am Karan Bhatia, and this was Ask the Experts. Thank you for listening to Ask the Experts with Karen Bhatia.